Okay. Hi, Sienna. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? I have Sienna Walcott here with me. Um, known you for years. 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 Like, since I was... Not even years. I would say a decade. I decade? would say a healthy decade. Yeah. I would yeah. say a healthy decade. Yeah. From, like, church days and... For sure. You know, growing from then. Um, and... I would follow you on social media, mm-hmm. and I remember I was very excited that one time I made it onto um, your the Jamaica, your, the I think it was Snapchat. your Snapchat, yeah, twenty eighteen Jamaica trip. Uh, like, let me tell you, like mm-hmm. Sienna's uh, <laughs> Snapchat was bumping at you that know time. What? <laughs> that time was a very yeah. You're not the first person to tell me that. I feel like a lot of people have been telling me like between. 2018 to like pandemic yeah like there was always something going on i was always doing something like i was always snapping some sort of yeah adventure like your your snapchat was like it was prime. right there so then like that it one was time before subscription that one time i turned and i saw you were recording and i was in it and i was like okay keep it cool <laughs> keep it cool <laughs> you guys are funny i am no celebrity <laughs> i feel like you are a celebrity in your own way um no because celebrity means like i feel like celebrity is tied with monetization and i'm not being monetized for who i am you're not being paid absolutely not if anything i am being charged (laughs) i mean one day i guess yeah one for sure yeah Yeah, definitely monetize yourself definitely like you are a small business owner and started during pandemic yes june 2020 and what is it that you do so my name is Sienna. I also go as I also um go for not go for Jesus Sienna. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> I um um I'm also known for my brand, which is Glossy. So it's Gloss, and then my nickname, which is C. Um, essentially, I provide service for the natural products. Uh, I do lip glosses, lip balms, chapsticks. I do body scrubs. I do. I'm working on lotions right now. I do body butters. I also do like tinted glosses, tinted um, lip stains. Um, I'm trying to get into um, merch eventually, just to kind of like help just um, promote my name specifically. Just because I don't have a logo, and I like to keep things very like like clean and succinct like i'm very so do you want a logo i i'm trying to figure out how to logo my name because okay. my name is it's my brand. brand yeah you know what i mean yeah, I so and i can't really like it has to have something to do with a lip because if you already know like my logo right now it's very do i have a lip gloss on me right now i feel like you should i i, I always have lip gloss on me yeah yes i do look in my pocket oh but this one does have a label on it it's in my bag that's um, okay like for those watching like on the actual like youtube we'll pop, or whatever we'll just yeah we'll just throw we'll something out insert there here. <laughs> um but yeah it's just like a lips and then just my name yeah so i'm definitely looking into probably creating some sort of um uh creating a logo mm-hmm. um but it has to be done correctly that's why i'm not rushing the process okay because i feel like once you pick a logo you have to stick to that yeah 
You know what I mean? Pretty and much. Like, I, that's why it was really like even picking font for my name was, was a big difficult. thing for me. And I find that you are very intentional about details. Yes. Very intentional. Yes. Because like even like your birthday parties I've been to <laughs> or any of your um, gatherings where you have like small business owners come together and yeah. um, network with each other. Like you were always very intentional from the food to the yeah. decor to who is coming. For sure. Like everything and in between. Yeah. Because I'm not necessarily like an artistic person. I wouldn't consider myself somebody who like thrives in like like um what's it called like fine arts okay but when it comes to like like mm, like organization <sighs> like communication art in that in a sense for okay. lack of better words mm-hmm. like when it comes to planning things that have to do with my name attached to it, i try to keep it very open to accommodating all people that will come to my events right um because they are the consumers mm-hmm. like i can be my own provider and know what I like and know what I enjoy. But I need to ensure that the consumers are feeling and a sense of like belongingness to be able to like yeah. keep that. See, I was talking with my siblings last night and we were talking about, you know, business plans. And we were even saying that you really want to figure out what the consumers want. For sure. Because mm-hmm. they're the ones spending the money. Yep. So, you know, you have to be intentional in figuring out, okay, what is a problem that we can solve for the consumers? For sure. So that way they can continue to spend money on our business. Mm-hmm. So what made you even start Glossy? Okay, so. <laughs> I, why do I feel like there's a story to this? You laughed first. Okay, so I started Glossy. Well, it popped up in my head after I went away for my first year of university so i went to Algoma university which is all the way in sault ste marie which is about seven hours north from toronto and or brampton um and essentially the altitude the latitude i don't know what it was but the air created a really big change on my body like my skin was drying up my lips were cracking i'm not someone that suffers with any type of like skin concerns like i don't have eczema i've never been a person that had bad skin um like i just never experienced those issues until i moved up up north so when i was trying to find home remedies like vaseline wasn't working Mm. at the time i didn't know about aquaphor firstly if you don't know what aquaphor (laughs) is listen (laughs) that is one thing i use other than my own brand is aquaphor you find out your local shop it's such it's a skin ointment it's like a vaseline but it's it's literally a skin ointment okay. and it's like they sell it at the drugstores it's so good like so good like ugh. get aquaphor <laughs> you're just like yes <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i went up there i didn't like the way how my skin was looking it was creating like a big insecurity in my like aesthetic because i'm not really into makeup i don't haven't really been like a like a hardcore makeup person i just like lip gloss lashes and brows so that's what i capitalize on for my quote-unquote look and I just was not liking the way how my lips were looking when I put my lip gloss on from my hair store. I was it was like it was giving smoker lips, and I'm just like I don't smoke, so it's like yeah. I remember you saying that at the time. Yeah, I didn't like, like my lips. I didn't- I, I'm gonna insert. A, I'm, I'm gonna find a video or something and show you how dark my lips got. Wow. And it was just really creating an insecurity in me. And I said no, this needs to change expeditiously. Yeah. So I did my research and I was just playing around with different concoctions and I was really trying to stay away from, like, uh, like 
bulk lip glosses okay. because I wanted to like capitalize on the fact that I create my own product. Okay. So that's when the first, if you knew my first, first lip glosses, yeah, I they had, had like a, like a more oil base because I was making it from scratch, like from oils and I was trying to give it that like gloss effect. But again, trial and error, people were giving me their feedback and people liked the aesthetic of gloss because it gave you that shine, but it wasn't giving you that stick. Okay. So yeah. I had to then take a couple months recharge figure out different products that are going to give me like a lip um formula like that's going to give the consistency of a lip gloss mm -hmm. but it's not sticky like the hair store lip glosses and once i found that formula i ran with it and i stuck to it and then i started playing with different pigments and then that's when i started getting like my foundation colors like my strawberry my right. clear my pineapple my tint tinted glosses as well yeah so yeah i find like with the beauty supply store ones like those are very sticky like very your hair will get caught in that mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not and cute. they leave the right line mm. listen you'll go on road you'll be on the street and you'll have a white crease in your lips and no one's gonna tell you <laughs> and that's what i didn't like is that like firstly my for my ethnic friends mm -hmm. Why are you having me talk in front of people and my lips are just white and, you don't and tell chappy? Me. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, why don't we tell people when why like, don't there's we? something on their face? We need to normalize, like, like, not self-sabotaging our friends. Yeah. You guys, what? But, yeah. Once I figured out that, like, this can be, like, I can create a product that's going to give me exactly what I need. Yeah. I ran with it and I wanted to try it on myself first. Mm -hmm. And that's why when I found out my new formula, I was just testing it on myself and, like, my friends. I would just give out little samples here and there. Yeah. Because, again, I want to make sure that the consumer is, like, I'm fulfilling what the consumers are asking for. They said they don't really like the oil base. Yeah. But they like the colors. Yeah. So, I stuck with the colors and I just changed the formula. But then even for you, you're just like, okay, it has to be something that I like as well. Exactly. For yeah. sure. Because if I I'm not going to spend the money. I am my own ambassador. I'm going to say that live. Yeah. I am my own ambassador. And that's one tip that I'll tell a lot of business owners as well. Like, upcoming um, businesses or people that are even established that just want more exposure. You need to be your own ambassador first. Yeah. Because everybody, right now, we're in a greedy world where everybody wants free stuff you don't see how mm. things are trending like with two what is that thing called Tem temu timu t-e-m-u it's like some sort of like bootleg shien where like they're just trying to get people to get bundles and hairs just so that they can follow and do all these trend things but like i say this to say that like, people are very trendy they want free stuff yeah they want free services they want free exposure so they're gonna do whatever you want in the moment but they're not gonna fulfill the role of what they actually need to do to get the free stuff you know right. what i mean yeah so that's just my i'm my own ambassador i wear glossy everywhere i go and i try to make sure that anything that is represented of my brand is coming from me first when i get up in the morning i'm putting my body butter on when i I'm in between meetings I'm putting my chapsticks on so mm -hmm. they can be like oh what's on your lips that doesn't look like bliss text yeah it's not it's glassy <laughs> you know but so, I feel yeah. like with bliss text like after a while like your lips are more dry than I haven't used bliss text in so I long use it in I started using Vaseline before bliss text like that's how like before glassy I was using Vaseline yeah like as my base like mm -hmm. go to sleep you wake after up after I brush my teeth like I was using bliss um I was using uh, Vaseline. Vaseline yeah before i found aquifer <laughs> but um yeah now that i have my own brand i'm just trying to st and I, i'm still growing and i'm still trying to figure out like how to like really capitalize on my brand like i just got waterproof stickers now for my nice. lip glosses that was another thing that people didn't like is that like they love the product but now it's like i can't even show people what it is because the, label the labels are rubbing off, off. Yeah. so it took me almost like six months to figure out okay how am i going to create a sticker that's going to keep that's going to stay on my um, 
my tubes until I'm ready to like get like actual manufacturing tubes that yeah because that's the goal is to get like my name actually printed on the tubes yeah um but you but know, in the meantime in the meanwhile like, in the yeah. meantime I need to make sure that like you know like people are able to know that they're being listened to I'm not trying to take their money and just you know pocket it and just make it seem as if the consumers are not being heard right, right. that was actually said in one of my comments for the recent pictures is that like wow when a CEO actually listens to you mm-hmm. because she specifically like personally would reach out to me and say oh like you know I really really love your product but I want you to get like waterproof stickers because I want to tell people about the product but in my hand it just looks like sugar and, and it just looks like a random body sh- um, scrub because your label's gone yeah. and I'm like you know what thank you for that like mm-hmm. That's proper constructive criticism. Or not criticism, but feedback. Yeah. But you also listen to them in a way where, like, when I've come back to order from you, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I know exactly what you want. Exactly. Like, I may forget because I'm not constantly buying because they also last pretty long yeah they, it's pretty good like you don't have to use a lot Mm-mm. so by the time i do come back to you you're like oh yeah i remember exactly what you yeah. want which is also a good thing mm-hmm. how do you find the feed not the feedback but the support has been um you know what i feel like with businesses you put in you have to put in the work to f- feel the return so at first i was feeling a little bit like discouraged because i felt like people weren't necessarily like i don't want to say supporting because support is so subjective right it's like you can repost someone's page every single day and not buy a product from them ever and that doesn't dismiss their support towards your business right Mm -hmm. but i would say specifically like monetize or like like monetary wise i was getting a lot of support more from just like random people which i knew is a common thing in the business world your family your friends are not the first people to support you it's the person that lives in king kong that's gonna you know yeah yeah support your brand and probably buy like a bulk of stuff right so um but i also was had to hold myself responsible because i felt like i was just reposting like the same things i wasn't giving them nothing new to kind of like be enticed by a product they already have right so that's when i had to like really focus on marketing for me yeah i have the products how am i going to be how am i going to display this way in an aesthetic way that they're going to be like oh i want this and that's when i had to really get into like tiktoks and specific apps that i can edit my videos on now but then you also have to show people why they should buy your product over another yeah for sure right because let's say for example, most people are getting their lip gloss from the beauty supply store, mm-hmm. right? You have to present your stuff in a way where it's just like, yeah, don't go to the beauty supply store. Yeah. Come to me instead. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's hard to do. It is. But then I was hearing that someone was telling me that you have to be consistent. For sure. Right? The consistency is what will get people. Because maybe not this time they'll buy, but maybe next time they run yeah. out of their favorite lip gloss. And they're like, oh, let me, you know, check out what Glossy's doing and yeah. see what Sienna's up to let me try it for sure and testimonials are important as well oh yeah like testimonials from people that are not people that you necessarily are seen around a lot Mm -hmm. um but that's even something that i feel like is a real struggle in a lot of businesses you'll give your friends free stuff and they won't like you're getting the product for free (laughs) (laughs) give me a review give me just two or three good reviews so that i can be able to post it and whatever and And my friends that you know do like do the due diligence they do it but there's people that i'll just give like random small keychain glasses to Mm -hmm. like 
And it's like you're begging them for a review. Yeah. And that's when I have to hold myself accountable and say, stop giving out free product. Uh, stop doing it. Yeah. Like only give it to people that are paying for an initial product. Like for an example, a girl came up, came to my house last week to buy a pair of lashes. And I just threw in a keychain glass because she supported the business to begin with. Yeah. Not knowing about maybe a service I didn't have before. Right. Yeah, so now you provide her with that little something just extra. Just let you know, I also do sell glasses, specifically keychain ones that you could put on your keychain. Yeah. You know, so... And it's not costing me. Uh, it's not costing me to give her a keychain glass. Right. Whereas if I was to give, if I was to get a tint, like a full size tint, mm-hmm. that I would charge somebody eight dollars for. I'm losing eight dollars, and I'm possibly losing like possible sales from you not even trying to promote my business. Right. In its own like authentic sense. So I'm um, self. So I don't know. Yeah. You know. It's still a work in progress. Like I, I wouldn't call myself like a guru of business because I, I still have like I, it's not my full time job. Right. And I'm not allotting the most time. Would you want it to be your full time job at some point? You or? know, I'm trying to figure out how I want to go about this because I want to be very transparent. I love glossy, but I know that glossy is not my end all. Okay. I know that it's a part of me. I know that like I am going to be a person that has. A, a, a skin or a cosmetic line but i don't foresee that being like my full Your feature only thing, yeah but then again that's if god wants me to be a business owner for like a full-time business or content creator for a brand then mm-hmm. hey that's what god has placed but i have not get, gotten that calling or felt that sense of like urgency to like put my all into my brand specifically mm-hmm. like because it takes money to yeah make a brand it does like yeah yeah so i totally get it you gotta spend money to make money exactly like this room is proof you gotta spend money yeah you gotta spend money (laughs) you know and it's definitely not easy because the money is usually coming out of your own pocket exactly and you don't have that support with that if i had a lump sum like a 5k or 10k grant that came to me oh yeah i'll quit my job right now and let's focus on glassy (laughs) let's get marketing teams and get maybe hire somebody because at that point at that point you can then invest in somebody else to help your brand because you nurse you can't do things by yourself everything has a fenty I'm going to talk about Rihanna. Okay, The let's billionaire baddie. That's what I call her. The <laughs> billionaire baddie. She is a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And a billionaire is not someone that has a billion dollars. People that have more yeah. than a billion dollars. It takes a team to run a successful business. Yeah, but these days you got to pay people. Exactly. And I don't you blame can, them. Like, you can't do anything for free. Or yeah, because I'm a consumer just free. as much as I'm a CEO. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. one thing I've had to deal with um, is, especially, like, my brother's a musician and he's like Sharice all of the media stuff you do you should not be doing it for free yeah for sure you cannot be providing people services like you do the setup you do the teardown you do everything in between and you're not getting paid um so already now my mind is like okay so I have to start asking for money Mm -hmm. for stuff that I'm doing so I already know now like if I ask someone else to do something for me there's a high chance that they're gonna ask for a few dollars but I also think that mentality is more of like a it's like a a Christian thing I think it stems from Christianity like just being a part of like like the ministry that comes behind your craft because I feel like when I compare what I used to do in church versus like what i do at work Mm -hmm. like i never have to think that i'm doing things for free when i'm at work versus when i'm like providing service for like you know for god it's a little bit like it can get a little subjective at least back in the day but now yeah things have more of a monetization that are attached to it yeah like we started off 
for example, like singing in the choir or singing as a soloist. Yeah. Now people are going out to different churches singing and they're being like, they get, they it's get a, paid. It's a, it's they get paid. Right? Yeah. Back in the day, I could never imagine getting paid to sing a solo. See, for me though, it's not even about what I do for my home church. I'm talking about like outside of my home church. Oh, like just like. Yeah. Like if I'm going outside, business. well, my own personal business, but like, let's say I'm going to somebody else's church. I'm not asking for like a whole lot of money, Yeah, but like even uh, gratitude okay you know what i mean yeah, like, for a, sure. like a little meal or something yeah. you know at the end of service Look one on. thing about me i'm gonna feed you <laughs> <laughs> like i don't need a lot but you know yeah. it just comes f- to say that you know you just want to feel appreciated for sure and yeah. you're spending your time your skills and especially because for what i do i went to school for it right <laughs> so so now it's we're a little talking bit, it's a little bit different when you've mm-hmm. actually paid money to adapt certain skills exactly and then you also spend time to perfect those things like it it feels a little bit different yeah um and then again if, am i doing this once or am i doing this on a continual basis exactly because if i'm doing it once then okay that's fine or maybe if i'm doing it once a year exactly. or whatever you're more willing but if you're doing this consistently as well as you're not getting respect from the people you're doing these things Mm -hmm. for then you're like okay you know what i think i should be getting some kind of pay because i go to work Mm -hmm. you're not always respected there but you're like okay i'm getting paid exactly yeah right so i keep showing up it's the boundary yeah but if i'm not being respected and i'm not getting paid exactly why am i coming there's zero incentive like zero makes no sense they're capitalizing off of your your talent and frustration yeah like yeah it's crazy so it's crazy yeah it's very problematic i don't know i think that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day talking about money and church and yeah it's not even going there i ain't touching that one but yeah like as we digress (laughs) um yeah um i just think that i think that people need to understand that god has created different situations and different sources of money and monetary like um platforms for a reason mm-hmm. we are we all can't be business owners i was watching a podcast the, a podcast the other day and it was saying that i think some, a guy was saying oh um or sorry a girl was saying that we could all be business owners if we really wanted to there's so much money in the world like the government has all this mm. money that can and it's like but it's the nine to fivers that are paying for these businesses or these services or these corporations to be able to run every single day like yeah let's think back to the pandemic all small businesses or all corporations were closing down but it was the essential service like workers that were basically holding society together and yeah, who are they going in. They're, they're the nine, nine to fivers five. the yeah. seven to threes the eight to fours right um so i think that it's important to know your role like not everybody is equipped to be a ceo mm-hmm. to be a business person to provide a service and once you understand that you will be able to like like facilitate your role in society better so then what happens because like at my job right now i work at a real estate company and i'm mm-hmm. front desk administrator and they're struggling to hire somebody to work with me mm-hmm. because people want to work from home mm-hmm. or they don't want to work nine to five yeah and so it's like okay well if everybody wants to you know i guess be their own boss yeah then how do we continue to have these places function mm-hmm. i think that's eco though mm-hmm. because i feel like there's jobs that you can choose to navigate your hours i would say like for example i get paid on a salary and i have to work my 35 hours a week mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a nine to 
four or ten to just five. Around. It's just sometimes I might have field trips that day that I might go ten hours. I might have a shorter day because there's not much things for me to do or there's weather concerns. So I have that flexibility, but that's because I went to look for a job that can cater to my flexibility. Right. If you're in a certain mm-hmm. position where, for example, you work in like a business that is dealing with the bank, you can't work flexible hours. This is the job that you. But then you go into the interview knowing that that is what the requirement is. And then you're like, yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, that's again, that's that's wasting. You can't look at what everybody else is doing and assume that that's going to fulfill. Like you can fulfill that expectation of what somebody else's company or somebody else's dream, like job or dream business can be. You have to know what's your stay in your lane. Yeah. Understand what you need to do, not necessarily what you want, but what you need to do. Because I'm sure if I'm sure we don't, we all don't want to work. Listen, let me tell you, <laughs> if I had an <laughs> annual income that came in biweekly, like how service coming in for the pedestrians, that was so. You know, like if there was obviously not that amount, because please, but yeah. like, you know what I mean. If there was some sort of like government, like some sort of government grant that was given to, let's say, people that have been working from the ages of 13 to 25, you guys get a, 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 a established income, right? That's not like tax related. I think that it would make this world so lazy, but it would give people a reason to. I don't know. If they're smart, it's gonna go back into the the government's pockets. I don't know. Man. We're gonna spend the money like, anyways. Me really, but I don't know. For me, like I personally would love to not have to work a nine to five job, right? Mm-hmm. But I am working a nine to five job because I got bills to pay right that part i got bills to play i have trips that i'm going on i have you know card like i have all of these things that i am responsible for so in order for me to maintain a certain lifestyle you have to i have to work right until i can do otherwise or find another job but then at the same time for me the field i'm in is what i've been doing since i was a teenager exactly so it was easy for me to say okay Listen, Sharice, you spent all your money on your business Mm -hmm. and now you need to make money for the time being. You got to put your head down and just hug it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I went back into real estate because I'm like, okay, this is something that I know how to do. Mm -hmm. And I got bills to pay. Like at the end of the day. And it's not your forever. It's not. You know what I mean? And you are in a position where you know that. You don't need to explain yourself to anybody as to why, not specifically, but yeah. people don't need to explain yourself why they need to maybe regroup and take a step back to go But some forward. people want an explanation. I'll tell you, like, even yeah. with my, my studio closing, um, I've been talking about this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, what was happening was I was making money, but not enough to sustain the space I had. Right. As well as I was not enjoying photography. Okay. So I was like, okay, I love media. How can I regroup and find where I best fit in media? But I had people that would not support my business. Yeah. Asking me questions about my business and how's mm-hmm. it going? What's going on? Da, da, da. Like you have nothing better to ask me. So you're just asking me about yeah, that. And they want to know, yeah, they want to know the details yeah. and the inner workings and, you know, and you have to be so general because it's like, okay, you don't really deserve yeah. to know what is really going on. No, for sure. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it's hard, like starting a business, working on a business and then not having it succeed mm-hmm. is hard. Right. So it's not that you don't, want to share that with people because at the end of the day like 
it's a learning lesson and someone yeah. else can learn from it. But at the same time, when it's someone that has no dealings with you, doesn't even talk to you on a regular day, yeah. doesn't normally say hi to you, and they just want to know. Yeah, that's very invasive and it's very like uncalled for. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's it's unfair, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, you know what? It's whatever. That's, but that's their protocol. So they're always going to do that. But it's how we respond, right? Yeah, definitely. Like kill them with kindness, but. <clears throat> keep them out of the cut like, yeah for sure no like, I, I understand like it's just one of those things where it's just like okay yeah you know it's going you're very like give them exactly what they are asking for you give them enough mm -hmm. that they can without overstepping your own exactly because sure. at sometimes like it's a boundary thing yeah right and not everyone deserves to be mm -hmm. on the other side of it for sure so like i had to I learn agree. that i had to learn that the hard way because mm -hmm. sometimes i was just giving people so much information and then mm -hmm. they start using that against you yeah and it's like no you don't deserve that no it's true like you have to you have to understand like who are the people that need to know mm -hmm. the ins and who are the people that need to know the outs yeah it's not know the in and out yeah definitely. unless you're an out sorry unless you're an in person sorry yeah that makes sense People are always going to be fast, so just make them fast what they want to know, and you know what you know. So yeah. that's just the way how life is. People are always going to be more invested in somebody else's life but their own. So Definitely. I guess, like, maybe to fulfill some kind of mm -hmm. thing. Some people like to live through other people. Yeah, like vicariously, right? Yeah. For sure. So you got to just be careful because then even like some people want to take that and just go run with your idea run with the idea want to have something to go tell somebody else mm -hmm. oh guess what's happening over there i guess blah 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 blah. like one thing i heard was that um people thought that i didn't put any money into my business and they don't know like how much thousands of dollars i've spent <laughs> on my own you people know? don't know nothing they and have know. so much to say why do you think i'm it working full time like, it makes me very very mad you know yeah but you just you keep it pushing mm -hmm. at the end of the day because and one thing i'm learning is to not always listen to what everybody has to yeah, say for especially sure especially when it comes to your business or your ideas or this podcast like i'm about nervous about this podcast mm -hmm. because then it's like okay well what are people gonna say i know but you have to know that like when you feel like something is for you you have to just believe in yourself believe in yourself so much that you don't need anybody else to, like no, no other people to believe in you yeah. for sure yeah because and it's easier said than done but you have to like tap into your inner like self-confidence i feel like it stems from confidence when you feel a level of confidence in yourself nothing that people say or do or project on you is going to make you feel like a sense of like um like make you want to reflect on like hmm maybe do i want to like do it their way or do i want to take another month off like no like have the confidence in the ability in your ability to be able to like foster the idea that you want and fulfill what you need to do so were you confident when you started glossy yeah yeah for sure because i knew i liked lip gloss mm. if i was doing like something outside of yeah your something zone. cosmetic if i was yeah. going to say like hair for example i can do my own single braids yeah would i go and try to like pay somebody sorry charge somebody a hundred dollars for some knotless or box braids absolutely not <laughs> no <laughs> no 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 yeah. because i know that my talent is not to that part to the part of somebody that can actually do them well right. within the gta so i one thing i stay in my lane mm -hmm. you know i capitalize on what i do 
on what I know. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to charge somebody if I do someone's box braids. I might charge them 50 bucks or $30, depending on what I just feel like doing. Yeah, you just but. charge what you think it was worth at mm -hmm. the time. And even if you're good at something, you don't need to monetize yourself for it. Okay. I know a lot of people that do hair. For example, my sister. Mm -hmm. My sister's been doing our hair for years, from when I was a baby. Yeah. She has never, ever, 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 ever charged someone to do their hair. Outside of, like, Outside of, like, let's say, family or family. something. And mm -hmm. even so, like, I don't... She doesn't necessarily charge me, but I understand that time is service and money is time. Right. So I'll give her a little love offering and be like, thank you for doing this because you took three hours out of your day to do my hair and I know I didn't have to do that. Yeah. If I did it with somebody else, it would have cost me $120, And right? giving someone something doesn't always have to be money, like we said earlier. Yeah. Right? I fed her. I fed her and I paid her. You know what I like to do? Like, <laughs> if I'm going over somewhere, like, sometimes I'm like, hey, do you want a coffee? Yes. Like, I've done that a couple times going over to your house. I'm like, hey, I'm on the, on yeah, the way. Something, cap or yeah. something right and even at those times you weren't really giving me anything mm -hmm. but it's just like a, a, a courtesy gesture. thing yeah, you know what sure. i mean it's to say hey i see you i recognize you like because people I'm remember that because now when you order glassy i'm gonna give you two instead of one right. or i'm gonna you give have you three done that before yeah because yeah. to me i like to bless those that bless me mm. just because i don't have the money like the money to let's say give somebody in the moment this means i don't have the service to provide back to somebody right, right? so i like to always like I've always been a generous person like that. Even when somebody orders, I always try to, like, I always try to throw in extra things, or yeah. I always try to like, you know, just because it's the gesture. Like what's gonna, like, like you said earlier, what's gonna set me apart from other businesses? Not mm -hmm. necessarily the bigger corporations. I'm talking about the people that are actually selling lip gloss in the GTA. Yeah, what's gonna set them aside from glossy? Like a big thing that I liked to, that I was really focusing on when I was doing glossy is my name. Yeah, what am I going to name my my brand? Like because. That's nail the hardest by, part, though. Nail bite Sienna or gloss by C. Like, yeah, that's you know the hardest I mean? part, though. Figuring out a name mm -hmm. because then you're like, OK, I got to stick to it. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like my objective is to always look glossy. Mm -hmm. My name is C and I my first thing that I was selling was gloss. Yeah. So it just so kind of kind of just tied in. The spelling was a big thing, too. Like, how am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was a process but i ha prayed about it i saw i sat down i thought to myself how am i going to do this what's going to come to me and it came and i just said all right this is this is for me so has your faith kind of tied into your work oh yes let's talk about it sienna let's talk amen. about it amen no for sure <laughs> and you know what i just feel like when you're not necessarily on a spiritual journey but when you know because I was raised in the church. Mm -hmm. So my perspective on life is always going to be a little bit different. Even if I'm not necessarily like in a church mm -hmm. or when I wasn't practicing to go to church religiously, I was always, I always had that God fearing trait. So you me. always had that foundation. Exactly. Um, but it doesn't excuse my lack of um, like participation in going to church at the time. Cause I left church when I was 16 and then I just started recently going back like, to actually try to like confidently live like a day-to-day -day Christian life. Yeah. And I feel as if, and this happened like, I would say like my spiritual journey kind of started last year, but I'm trying to take it more seriously within the last like six months, let's say. So what does your spiritual journey look like for you? Like if you had to yeah. describe it to someone, what is it? Um, For me personally, uh, it's confidence. My confidence in people knowing that I am somebody that, is like a like is like is a follower of Christ mm -hmm. because like things were happening to me and it's like why are these things happening to me right and it's like 
my light needs to shine more because mm-hmm. why do you guys feel so comfortable in Ooh. bringing these topics and bringing these these circumstances towards me and it's like do you know who my mom is Ooh. do you know who my who like where i come from mm-hmm. and i think that is when i had to take a step back and say say you need to check yourself yeah so if you don't like people know who you are or knew who you were at the time whatever but you're so far gone from that previous like christian go to go like lifestyle that people are not even like associating you with god anymore wow and that's why i said no 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 wow like that yeah oh lord it was very very Girl. it was a very big moment for me and like even just like transitioning into just not even just being a member but into like being like a quote-unquote pastor's child like child right Mm -hmm. like i that was its own thing in its sense and it was just something that i was very insecure about because it's like i'm not perfect yeah and i know what i know and i know what i don't so i'm just still trying to figure out like or i was trying to figure out what my role was as Mm -hmm. this new version because this time around i'm gonna do things not necessarily my way but my effective way yeah. through god yeah definitely because i was forced into a lot of things like yes i could sing mm-hmm. but i was forced to be in the choir i didn't necessarily want to know anything else yeah who knows if i could who knows if i want to be in media i don't know i was never given the opportunity to do media yeah or to you were do kind of just forced into that you area know what i mean because i was, felt like you had to stay there exactly because that's where they put you and i do love to sing but it's just like you know like you know that's all i know yeah and i feel as if sometimes it just it makes me like insecure that like people remember me singing but like now i feel like i don't sound the same way that i used to when i was younger mm. because i was such a good singer i still feel like i can hold a note now don't get can, it twisted. but i think what happened but, is that because at that time you were singing regularly exactly right now you're not doing it as as but then when i do sing people go off yeah you know what i mean so i don't think the talent is gone yeah so that i lost the talent it's just to say that like i feel like i wasted so much time Mm. like i couldn't be like the next kiki you know in my mindset is that what you would have wanted i really well me and my best friend at the time like we were trying to be the next mary mary (laughs) you know so at the time like singing was very important to me because it was like it was my gift at that moment from what i understood and i feel like I, it still is my gift because nothing but music is like nothing other than music is like music is the only two i feel like at the moment right now that can really like take me from 10 to a, to zero yeah like listening to god like listening to gospel or singing in the moment is the only thing that can bring me from a thousand to zero so i know that my gift has to do with music yeah don't know exactly what it is yet um but i'm still exploring that but so, i don't know we're I a little just, bit different though because like know. you um in your young adult years transitioned into being a preacher's kid i was born into well not born but pretty yeah, much no, born but that's all you know it, right for sure for sure yeah so it's hard like when you even talk about the confidence aspect of it like all i know is how to kind of put on a face for everybody mm-hmm. how to pretend how to pretty much lie yeah right because you always had to have this certain persona in front of people so i never really had that opportunity to be like okay who am i in church until like now where i'm like okay no this is not how i want to be exactly how do i want to be and 
I actually love music. I love singing. And I don't feel like anyone really took me seriously mm -hmm. with those things. So I was just like, okay, I don't belong here. Mm. Right. I had a lot of that in church where I didn't feel like I belonged in certain areas. And because I also felt different, I felt different from, I still feel different from my brother and my sister. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not Christian enough. I'm not saved enough. I don't mm. have it all together. So I struggle a lot with that. And now I'm in this, I'm at this point in my life where I'm starting to realize that, you know, I have my own relationship with God mm -hmm. compared to everybody else. And it may not look like how it looks like for other people, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's definitely a transition. So that's kind of what my spiritual journey is looking like. It's kind of figuring out what my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I think that is. there has to be balance. Yes. I think that when I say balance, I just mean like, like even if somebody is like, a non-believer like never was raised in a church coming to church everything is a process right like it's like for example if you get hired in a job you have the training there you have your three months or six months probation but the expectation is that you get your role mm -hmm. within that time frame so that you can feel confident in that role right so i think that like when you're on, in a spiritual journey there's going to be the beginning stages where, you know, like you're still trying to find yourself. You want to know protocol for where, whatever place that you're at. Yep. Um, you want to establish like your role and how you're effectively being like prevalent in like your place of worship. But you also need to understand that there's foundation set for a reason. Yeah. And I am starting to realize that now, like before I'm just like, man, like I'm going to be a Christian my own way now. Like. Mm. After pandemic, like after church kind of got different, like through online, like it's like, I want to go through my spiritual journey on my own. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says this and the Bible says this for a reason. Yeah. Like there's certain things that are found, like our foundation. Like you can't, for example, like we know we need to be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. We can't pretend like that's not a real thing. But because some people feel that way, though. And, but the Bible is like, the book. Like, when it's, I tell it's you. the dictionary to Christianity. Like, I've heard you know what I mean? people say that you don't need to be baptized like, anymore. People that are born in Pentecostal apostolic, like, upbringing are yes. trying to tell me I don't need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's to get to literally what they're saying. And though. it's like, it says it in the Bible. And it's like, and that's when I said to myself, like, I know the word because of what I'm taught. Yes. But I need to know the word for myself, which is why I try to make a big effort to start reading my Bible often. Oh, yeah. Because how am I able to tell you what anti-oppressive practice is, vicarious trauma, compassion fatigue, because I went to school for it and I studied it. Yeah. You need to study the word because if you don't know the word, you cannot defend Christ to people that don't know better or know better that are that are being there are so corrupted. many people that were like, raised what? the right way or I don't want to say the right way. Yeah. Raised in the Pentecostal faith now telling <laughs> other pentecostals something completely different yeah so at some point you have to know it for yourself yeah right there's certain things you can pivot like for example clothing you know i yeah. think that i don't think you're gonna go to hell for wearing pants i really don't no i don't believe that either. i think that when you go to church though you need to have reverence that's the holy space the holy ground people have an issue with you that. know what i mean but it's like you go to a job right but and you I have a uniform and i have my nose and five piercings on each ear right mm -hmm. every establishment has their rules for their sake their reasoning i can go to a church and not wear a hat yeah. i go to the church and if i don't have nothing on my head it's a problem right so at that point do you like find a church that will accommodate those yeah i feel like everything is not going to be my way and that's okay but i think that that's church is a compromise right like in regards to like the actual building itself right mm -hmm. like 
because there's gonna be people there's gonna be people in there that are gonna see me with my nose ring mm-hmm. and they're not looking at me for my nose ring they're looking at me because I'm singing a beautiful song that has them crying right and I think that Christians look at the body more than the souls in the church that are trying to be saved do. Right. And I think that is where things get a little bit misconstrued. I do think like, you know, I'm not, how do I explain it? Like, I understand why people establish certain rules Mm -hmm. because you, if things are a way that you desire things to be like a, someone that's a pastor or a bishop or whatever, then that's your protocol. But right. it doesn't work for everybody and doesn't it's not going to be effective for everybody. Yeah. Right. But there's also time and a place. You can wear jeans at youth service. <laughs> not on a Sunday morning when Lord's Supper is happening. You know what I'm trying to no, say? During Lord's Supper, that's bold. You know what I'm saying? But these like I'm seeing people drink Lord's Supper in crop top Ooh. and Uggs. And I just think to myself, like... I have not seen that. I'm just thinking, like, you know, there's certain things, like, you know, like... Reverence. If I can't wear a hat to school at the time... Yeah. Because I would get in big, big oh, trouble. Oh, yeah, you couldn't walk the halls with a hat on your head. Couldn't do nothing. Because like, rules are established. Like, for me, I go to work. And at my workplace, you can't wear blue jeans. Mm-hmm. Do I fight the people because I nope. want to wear the blue jeans? But, like, I'm only there for a few hours. I go mm-hmm. home, I wear my blue jeans. Exactly. Like, we don't adopt that same mentality. Yeah. Like, I personally, I don't like wearing skirts to church. I'm going to be completely honest. I work in the media booth. I'm Most of the times, I'm running up and down, mm-hmm. and I have to run up and down in a skirt. But I do it because That's that the is protocol, the protocol. For sure. You yeah. know? Obviously, there are other things that I that I should do that I don't do. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about those things. <laughs> but the Lord is working on me. The Lord is working yeah, on me. Yeah, I know for sure. But, like, overall, like, if you know that this is going to be a big thing, like, you're there for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you have to have to suck it up and just do what you have to do. Because at that point, it's not about God. It's about, like, protocol. Yeah. And, you know, like, you have to just... If, that's a, if, if the pros outweigh the cons capitalize on the pros right because no church is going to be 100 percent. it's not going to have everything that you want absolutely not and that's fine that's mm-hmm. okay and if this is if this church that you're going to isn't for you then don't just stop going to church exactly. you know find a church that is speaking to you that god has sent you to mm-hmm. you know i don't know that's just my two cents about that yeah i know for sure and yeah i i think that you know like when it comes to church and when it comes to fellowship like things have to be done in the right way but it can be done subjectively mm-hmm. because i don't have an issue i've been seeing a lot of people do their praise and worships they're wearing like not necessarily jeans but dress pants and heels and they're in full praise and worship yeah like i mean like this the spirit is right mm-hmm. and it does it's, like it's, it's still speaking to you yeah like just and your clothing is just distracting like, right, me from on? you know what i mean <laughs> but again that's also based off of like regular people that have not been raised in a pentecostal church that's their norm yeah you know what i mean and i keep trying to remind people that we're in a different era you have to be patient with people too sometimes like if someone is new exactly be patient with them like Mm -hmm. let god work on them exactly you you don't have to be yelling and screaming because you don't want to be an outsider if people are all if people are in the church wearing skirts like they're gonna get the hint to wear a skirt eventually eventually You know I know what I mean? we had this uh, this lady come to my church once to preach for a youth convention, and she came in with you know her hoop earrings and sat on the rostrum, looked around, and realized that no one was wearing earrings, mm-hmm. and she just took them out, put them in her bag, and her armor bearer did the exact same thing. 
does that mean that when she goes to another church she's not gonna wear her earrings no, no. but she's like okay i understand how this room operates mm-hmm. and she knew that she couldn't be effective if she was distracting the people yeah right? exactly you still have the mothers of zion in the church and yeah. they're still too they're still sensitive no for sure <laughs> so, no for sure but so, you need those people to pray you when you're going to the, 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 the demonic warrior stage right so again you have to just pick your poison yeah you're not gonna be you're not gonna you're not gonna find a church that's 100 percent everything that you want but it's it's god that you want right yeah, like god is gonna give you everything that at you the want. end of the day it's all about a relationship with god for sure that's really what it is and it needs to be established on your own time on on like on your own time but like not on a patient time because i feel like people are always trying to like prolong faith Mm -hmm. we're in the end time i'm gonna put it out there like Mm -hmm. it is the end time there's things that are happening in the world i've never seen before i never thought of before Mm -hmm. like so it's just like people need to be cognizant of what's happening in the world and know that that, that is the Bible, that is the book. Things are happening that God is slowly but surely giving us signs to get ourselves together because yeah. me come. <laughs> like, yep. Plain and for simple. lack of better, better words, Plain right? Plain and, and simple. And yeah, like some stuff, like stuff of that nature. But how I reflect it back to my business is like, you know, I just try to like, whenever I'm doing like an event, like I open up in prayer, anything that I do, if I'm, I can't just go to my car and pray and think like, you know, and, and not bring that protocol to like my workspace, my business, my conversations that I have. Like, I just try to adopt certain specific protocols in everything that I do. Right. Because. For an example, Ramadan starts tomorrow mm-hmm. and we have to be very cognizant of the youth that I service in regards to snack that I give. I can't give out snack this month because most some of the people are celebrating Ramadan. But yeah. it's like as Christians, like why can't we be so much more like delegate in like our faith and how we project ourselves in the world? Wow. Because they are one hundred percent Yeah. Like on the ball when it comes to their religion yeah i feel like christianity is like the only religion that doesn't take themselves seriously mm. everybody else hinduism buddhism um muslim muslim muslims i don't know what the religion is is it muslim i don't know whatever yeah, I think that so. but um yeah i just feel like i don't know and you gotta just surround yourself around people that understand it yeah because and have people that can build you up in it too you would think that i say no crystals around me and people would get the and people would understand wow i don't even have crystals in my ear i don't have crystal money to go in my ear why are you guys walking around with crystals on your neck Mm -hmm. to give you guys safety you guys live in brampton brampton drivers are crazy anyways yeah you guys need to stop hopping on these trends these numbers these angel numbers these 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 witchcraft inf- infiltrated things that are not necessarily that, that are giving you guys false hope and then when things are not going your guys ways you guys have no sense of like regard and mind but how can they believe in those things and not believe in god because they do they believe in god they just don't want to fulfill god's duty as being a christian mm. everybody believes in god because I promise you, if something happens in a in a very like irate state, whether it's like a almost car accident or if some un- unforeseen circumstance, who are, what name are they calling on? Mom? No, they're calling on Jesus, God. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm a firm believer everybody believes, everybody believes in God. I don't care what God it is. Everybody believes in a God. Yeah. Everyone believes in a higher power. Even the atheists, they know they believe in God. That's why they fight religion so badly. Because mm. it's like they have this, like, desire to fight to correct what they know because it goes against the principles of what they know they're not abiding by. Wow. That's how I feel. Jesus. Yeah, that's just my perspective. But I also learned came to like No, I also don't fight with nobody when it comes to religion. Like, because I'm so secure in my religion, I don't need to fight. You don't need to fight anybody. I don't need to fight nobody. If you want to believe in what you want to believe in, okay, no problem. But you're gonna say what you believe. But you're gonna, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. This is or this is my protocol. If you're coming into my life or if you're coming into my space, we believe in Jesus Christ as Mm -hmm. our Savior. We be we're baptized. So you're already just like setting setting the boundary. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't mean that I'm not. I'm not trying to pretend like I'm not like going through the motions because I still have my moments where I pop off, and I just feel like. You know, like, but you're human as God. Yeah. Like God, I just feel like God is, is giving me grace to, to bite my tongue. But I also feel like I'm at a position now where I am realizing that just because I'm a Christian does not mean I cannot be angry. Mm. I cannot be upset. I cannot expo- display f- the primary even, emotions and secondary emotions. But the Bible even says that you can be angry, but just sin not. Exactly. Like so, it's you're just, upset in the moment, but reflect. You just have to learn how to deal with those things. I went to a workshop a couple weeks ago, and it's it was such a like experiential like experiential moment for me. It was like they, they said that we are so prone to react on secondary emotions when we need to reflect on our primary emotions. Mm. So for an example, if somebody cuts me off in the road, I'm instantly angry. Yeah. But it's not that I'm instantly angry. I'm just sad because if they hit my car that's gonna cost me money or it might make me lose my car Mm -hmm. so we're so prone to just surpass our primary emotions Mm -hmm. in the moment that we just like capitalize and focus on our secondary emotions when we need to reflect on our primary emotions and that's what i try to do if somebody rubs me the wrong way am i angry or am i insecure or am i like bothered because what they're saying is either right or it's just something that i see in myself that like you know, like, I don't, like, why would you say that if you're my friend? Like, am I sad or am I mad? I gotta look into that. Like, for Am myself. I shy like, or am I, ex- like, you know what I mean? Like, those things, like, wow. that I try to do. Like, I try to make a cautious effort. Like, sometimes people need to be taught about themselves, though. Sometimes they Christians do. involved, for sometimes sure. Sometimes people push you. And it's not to disrespect, but it's to tell people that you cannot speak to me like that. Yeah, you cannot. You know what I mean? You cannot, you cannot bother bully me. me. You yeah. cannot bother me. You cannot make me feel don't this take sense advantage of insecurity. Of me. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it when you do these things to me. It makes me feel XYZ. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate the things that you're saying to me because it's making me feel XYZ. And then it's okay to walk away after that. Like, exactly. if they decide that they don't want to listen to you, then it's okay for you to say, okay, since you're not hearing what I'm saying to mm-hmm. you, that means that we can't be friends. Exactly. That means that we can't, because I'm telling you that this is not okay for me. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, anyways, we need to wrap up. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything? Oh God, it, is it? It, 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 we're way past time. Are we're we actually? Like, we're like 54 I'm minutes. Party in. Two. I need to do a part two because I like this. You like this? This Honestly, is my self care for the week, to be honest. I would love to have you back because, you know, it's a good conversation. It was flowing. Like, yeah, for I didn't sure. even realize the time was I'm know, sorry, guys. going. That's okay. That's okay. So, is there anything you want to share to wrap this up? One last thing you want to, what, what point you want to hit? Yeah. Um. My one 
like piece, not even advice, but my one thing that I will say is that you guys need to love yourself. Like, and that's something that I'm honestly like a part that's part of my journey is really loving myself. Love yourself even when you don't love you, what you are experiencing. Mm-hmm. Because the process is always going to be fulfilled, but the journey is what will make you feel like you're not like will make you feel stagnant or make you feel like something is uncontrollable so like for an example let's let's say weight you can know that you want to be at a certain weight whether it's gaining weight or losing weight but you have to love yourself in the like you have to love yourself originally to love yourself in the process to then love yourself at the end yeah you have to love yourself now like now during and after and it's not to say that you don't like not and and people always associate love with confusion of discipline mm-hmm. like love who you are but love the journey right you right. know what i mean like love who you are and that doesn't necessarily mean like anything that's physical but just emotional spiritual like mental like love the person that you know you have a desire to be and the person that you and the person that you are i guess but also like love yourself so you can love the process right because you can't do something if you don't have like an initial love Mm. it's like you don't want to be friends with somebody that you don't feel like is a vibe for you makes sense someone can be goal oriented but they can have a terrible attitude but because they make money, does that mean that they need to be around me? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You need to you like, love yourself enough to be adore like, yeah. something. You need to adore yourself, adore a product, adore, you know, your position for yeah. you to be able to go through the process. Right. Yeah. But then also understand when things need to be shaken up. Like, you know, your worth, you go to school, like if the job is not for you. You're not making the money that you want to be making. Mm-hmm. Make that shift. My mom always says pivot and shift. And I always laugh at her when she says it. But like now that I'm getting older, like it, it no, makes literally, sense. Yeah. Like pivot and shift. It's not to say that you need to go to a whole new career. Yeah. But maybe just find a job that's going to suit your needs and give you the pay and maybe like give you the desire to maybe have more flexibility to do other things so you can make more money in different ways or whatever the circumstance may be but i just really like encourage people to love yourself love who you are love who the person you're becoming and stay focused stay focused and just keep god in the center of it all because there's no person that can give you like the joy that god gives you and his fulfillment is is enough that can make you feel a sense of like belongingness in anything that you do i hear that well Thank you for and being drink water. <laughs> Keeps the skin good. <laughs> Thank you for coming on my podcast, Sienna. No problem. You know, this I love and fun. appreciate you always. Um, next time, I got to teach you how to not to touch the mic so much. So. Oh, was I touching the mic a lot? Yeah, you were touching it a lot. So I'm sorry. So, sorry to the listeners. <laughs> it's a prop. Sorry, I get too giddy. It's okay, but like you can tell, she's really in it. Yeah, like I just want to like, where's my blanket? Like she's I want to make sure that I wasn't scared. Yeah, because I'm like, you know what? This is a comfortable environment. No, she has sure. her blanket. You know, she has her drink and yeah. her cup. Do you want to reveal what you were drinking oh, today? So today we are drinking peach bambino. Okay, and you would highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a it's a very subtle beverage it's a champagne you could pop it for a birthday or a celebration are we celebrating today that's why we we popped it so no it's just it's just tuesday (laughs) we celebrate every day (laughs) (laughs) all right so thank you again for coming and i would love to have you on again